Hello everyone and welcome back to Hazy Daisy, the K-pop podcast. Um, little short intro. I hope everyone's doing okay. Hope everyone's staying inside if you think you need to. Washing your hands, stay socially distanced from people. Um, if you're like me, you socially distance from people before it was cool, so that's fine. Um, to stay healthy and Keep yourself entertained because a lot of people are going stir-crazy, myself included. Um, and it's been kind of hard stuck inside. A lot of things have been canceled. I mentioned this in my AT's recording um, that the some can- concerts have been canceled or postponed, which I guess is better than being canceled, but some people can't make it because of timing and stuff. So it's been kind of a hard year all in all. Everyone who thought 2020 was going to be our year it it said no. It said this is nobody's year. Um, anyway, fun side story to what I'm talking about today. Today, I wasn't sure what to record about. I had been kind of thinking about it for the past few days. And today really pointed towards Monster X. And it kind of happened in a weird way. First of all, um, today it is April 17th. Monster X released their... Um, Sorry, can't hold my heart music video today. Um, they just really a music video for the track. Con- it's not anything big. Also, a few days ago, they announced their comeback plan for Fantasia X, which is coming back on May 11th, which I think is the date of their anniversary, of their five-year anniversary. Or it is close, like the day before the day after or something. I think it is the day. But, um, I should know that. But, yeah, so that's, it's been a comeback announcement. And Monstex has just been giving us good content, good songs. So we finish support. Um, Wano, just last week, I believe, signed with Highline Entertainment as a producer and solo artist. And so, um, Wano BB for life. Thank you very much. Um, so that's been good news. Um, Juhan came back. Ooh, I think it was... Uh, it's been a while. It's been like a month or so. I don't know. I'm kind of... I, I'm really bad with like dates and like t- spans of time remembering things. But he is back. He looks healthy and beautiful. They just have been releasing like t- a lot of Tutuk gum um, content. Like the Tutuk Baby series, which is one of the cutest things I've ever watched in my entire life. Um, I would adore, love, love to collect Tukatuk gum, but they are really, really, really expensive, and that's, that's a problem for me and those of us who are not financially inclined, so, um, anyway, everything's been, there's been a lot of content, they've been doing some lives or releasing things, like, I think the last thing they released on Channel Monster X is, um, was Min Hyuk painting, his little leather bag that might have been the most recent thing but if I'm off that's that's the one that sticks in my head um yeah so everything today kind of pointed towards Monster X um I also got some photo cards that I bought and I got those in the mail today and they were all the Monster X ones and they all came early and they all came on the same day and I was really surprised when my parents came back from the post office and they were there um 
Also, random side note, today is April 17th, and it is the one-year anniversary of me both becoming a BTS ARMY and becoming a K-pop fan. Um, I might do another podcast just about that and my experience in that, but it's been a year, and it's it's been a it's been a crazy experience like like I was not I'm not gonna get into it much in this video but it let's just say K-pop helped me a lot and even though I'm like a newbie fan still compared to the people who have been around and in K-pop since like EXO's debut way back or like Shiny's debut or people who have been K-pop fans for a long time I kind of pale in comparison but. I still, it's been, it's been a fun journey. Um, moving on to the album. Um, the album is all about love, and it is very unique in the fact that Monster X is a K-pop group, but this is not a K-pop album. This album is entirely in English. All 11 tracks are in English, which is a complete, it's, it's a feat, and I say that because, um, only person in the group who speaks English fluently is I am, Chang Hyung, because he lived in America, I think it was for four years, and then in Israel, which is also an English-speaking country for a few years, um, he's the only one fluent, so he does most of the translating and stuff on interviews and talk shows and whatever um also recently um Ki Hyun's English has been really good I know he's studying really hard and he actually did a lot of the intro and talking in one of their recent um Q&A videos which was really impressive I was really like surprised at his English um but the rest of Monsta X are not fluent in English some of them I don't remember I can't tell you really, but uh, I know some of them have a hard time during interviews and stuff, and really rely on Chang Kyung for translation, which is perfectly natural. Um, so them releasing an entire discography in English and getting the pronunciation and things right is a really big feat, and it's a really big deal, because um, I heard that it was hard to focus on singing and getting your vocals and getting your voice right you also have to focus on pronunciation since it's a language you don't know or are not it's a language you know but you're not native to so you haven't been speaking it your entire life and so it was it's it's quite a feat um and i've had i i adore the album my mom adores the album my dad likes the album even and my dad's not like a k-pop fan like my mom is but my dad's not and then both my sisters um, I mean, my sister and my sister-in-law um, like the album, and we all bought tickets for the Monster X tour this summer. Hopefully, we've been praying that that'll still be going on, and by the way things are going, I think it will be. Anyway, but um, this album is a piece of art. It debuted top charts on Billboard and other things. I don't pay attention to American charts very well, but... Um, I know it was pretty high. Um, personally, let's talk about the tracks before we get into physical album stuff because that is for 
If you want to know about the tracks, you can listen up to that point, and then we'll go into physical album details and stuff. But um, they released the tracks oddly, and I say that, and this is kind of hard to get into, but early, not early last year, last 2019, before Follow came out, I want to say it was before Follow came out, but I'm, I've said this before, I'm really bad with time and dates and things. I couldn't, timelines in my head just don't mix. Um, they released Who Do You Love, which was a single, and it had, what's his name? Oh my goodness, I just forgot his name. How could I? Oh, I feel so bad. I know, I know this rapper. Why, why am I blanking? Why? French Montana. Oh my gosh, that... That really, um, just lost, I just lost the name completely. French Montana, they released this single with French Montana, Who Do You Love? And this is really, I'm going to be 100% honest, there's two songs. I started kind of knowing and listening to Monster X in June of last year, but the songs, two songs that really deeply got me into Monster X or Who Do You Love and Play It Cool with Steve Aoki, the English version with Steve Aoki. Those two songs are so good. I listen to them on repeat. I, to this day, will listen to them on repeat. Um, I adore those songs. Those are the songs that also got my mom into Monster X because at first it was a little too, Monster X was a little too kind of, I don't want to say dark, but like music-wise they were little darker a little more mature a little and she it wasn't her vibe there for a while but um anyway those two songs really 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 got me into monster x and i became a mom baby i want to say after they released their next one um but anyway it was most most excellent um i became a mom baby before follow um, I think I was, I really, I really wanted to go to their, to Jingle, nah, not Jingle Ball, um, the iHeartRadio tour, they were, they were, when they were still touring, not the iHeartRadio, but, um, when they were still touring, and they were gonna be in LA, and I wanted to go so bad, but couldn't, so, um, the next one they released was, yeah, Love You, which, um, I was there for when it released, and it was weird because they had, like, almost no prior warning. They released, like, a clip video for it, and I was like, this is the preview of the song, but there's no, like, no lead-up to it, and it was, like, in two days, and I was like, excuse me, what is this? Um, and they released it, and that track is excellent as well. Then after that, they released Someone, Someone, and then they released Middle of the Night Before Christmas, I think, like, right before Christmas. Um, and then they announced that their album, well, they didn't, they released Middle of the Night as, like, a preview song, gift song or something for the album, and then the album was going to come out Valentine's Day, February 14th of this year. Um, so the first track that they have on our, tra on the track list is Who Do You Love with French Montana. This song is, it is so good. I've listened to this song so many times. I've watched the music video. Countless, countless numbers of time, times. Um, it's, it's so excellent. It's 
I can actually talk about like the meanings of the songs and stuff. No, it's like in between. It's like this guy is in between two girls. No, I sh shut up. Girl is in between two guys, and it's who do you love? Pick a person because she's like. Like this girl's like flighty or something, and she's like not being, not being, not not being faithful, but won't settle. And I'm really bad at this, but um, this song is so good. It's just the vocals are so good, and it was like I think I want to say "Play It Cool." Who do you love? Where Juhan started singing, like Honey started like singing instead of just being a rapper. And he has sang in the past, but he's been doing so much more vocal-wise recently, and it's just been so beautiful. Because he, that boy, he's not just a rapper. He can rap, and he can sing. He is all talented. Anyway, track two is Love You. Um, it had a, <laughs> it had a different meaning to it. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go look at it for yourself, because I'm not going to talk about it here. But if you want to, you want to know, you can go look up the lyrics. Um, Love You was really good. It had a very, it wasn't a sad song. It was kind of like a good vibe. Yeah, it was. It had a good vibe to it. I would say it was a little happier. Um, track three is Happy Without Me. And that song. Um, it's like. You, they've broken up with this girl, but they have like ma maintained contact. We can still be friends, kind of breakup, which you know that never works. Um, the we can still be friends thing, but he's still in love with her, but she's like moved on and she's like living her life, and he hates to see her happy without him. Basic, it's basic in the thing. Then got my number. Oh my goodness, I could. Got My Number started with, like, almost, I want to say acapella, like, harmony. So it starts with Shonu saying, if you need someone to love you while you're gone, baby, you. Then Got My Number, all the members, like, harmonize. And, oh my gosh, listen, if you haven't, listen to the song. If you have, you know what I'm talking about. It is absolutely excellent. The harmonization, I could literally, like, soul out, like, in a church, worship, to this song. It's that good. Um, Someone Someone was one of the ones yet yeah, they released before. Um, This song is a big sad song. I like big big crying moment. Legit. The music video was beautiful. It was like all in the rain kind of thing. Juhan had that blue hair, and um, it was so good. Juhan with blue hair is absolutely amazing. Um, track six, these numbers are hard to read. Um, track six is Middle of the Night, and when I first bought the album, um, I first bought the album, it was like right after it, if I finally released my pre-order of it, digitally didn't go through and so I had to just buy everything so it's all like messed up on my iTunes but I have all the songs um but middle of the not middle of the night I'm sorry um I'm on a completely different song the next track was middle of the night um 
that was the release. I start. I got messed up in, in my track order here. I figured I was missing some. Um, Middle of the Night was released early. Um, that song, On Loop, music video, amazing, everything, on point. Um, Middle of the Night was the first music video that was released without Wano, so it was kind of bittersweet for me, but it's still, it's just such a good song. All the, like, behind the scenes of them, like, filming it and stuff was really funny. Um, but yeah, great song. Um, so catchy. Um, next is track seven, She's the One. I wasn't sure, like, I was completely thrown by this song because it starts out all, like, slow, sweet vocal with Shonu singing She's the One. And then it, like, like picks up tempo, like, immediately. And then it's, like, kind of, like, not rap, but, like, more fast-paced, upbeat singing. And then the chorus goes back into the slow stuff. It was kind of an odd song, but it was so good at the same time that it's not even like a problem it's amazing i would play it like walking down the aisle i remember um they did like a question thing on twitter like a question live answering questions and um one lady said which song should i play walking down the aisle for my wedding she's the one or misbehave and they picked she's the one and i would legit no joke i would pick that one too it was a great great option um Track eight is You Can't Hold My Heart, which is the music video was released today. Um, it's basically like she's a dr dragging out this love that is kind of just dead. And so he's like, you can't hold my heart no more. I'm taking you back. That's it. Um, that's all I can really say about that track. It's just that that's basically You Can't Hold My Heart No More. It, it's in the title. Like, okay. Um, track nine is Misbehave, and here I was talking about, I had messed up my pre-order and I finally had to buy them all, and, um, I was listening to all the new tracks, and, um, Misbehave was one of the last ones that I listened to, and I literally, it was like, I was going to, I was like laying in bed, I was like ready to sleep, and I was listening to this album, and that came on, and I literally just like turned it on repeat, and I just bawled. This song is so beautiful. And the way um, I am explained it is that it's this, and the way my mom explained it too, it was this love that's like super emotional and they're, they fight and they make up, but they don't like break up. They fight and they're like get into trouble and they're all just, mis it's a misunderstood kind of love. And this song is just so slow and beautiful and with the piano and I am singing and Juhan singing and it's just. I'm a real big sucker for the rap line singing, so that's it, and it was so good, and it's, it's a beautiful song. Then track 10 is Beside You, featuring Pitbull. Now, if I was going to pick my least favorite track on the entire album, I would pick this one, but that doesn't mean I don't like it. It's still good. It was definitely more rap, and it was kind of synthesized. And it was good, and of course, Pitbull is just so classic rap. When you think of rap, he's one of the rappers you think of, besides, like, Eminem or something. But, um, so his, this album, it was very good. Um, 
it's kind of how do I do it? What was that one Sean Mendez song? It was like I can't. It was like called "Fly to Japan" or "Travel to Japan" or something. I don't remember, but it was about like flying halfway across the world. Just it don't matter what time it was, just so you can see this person. And that's basically the vibes I was getting from this song. And wherever you are, I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna fly to you. I'm gonna go to you, and I'm gonna be end up beside you. Basically, that's the idea. Um, so it was good. Like I said, it wasn't my favorite, but I don't dislike it either. Um, last track for this album is the bonus track, Who Do You Love with French Montana, and it was the Will I Am remix. If I'm saying his name wrong, I'm sorry. William, Will I Am, I don't care. Um, and it was the remix, and it was literally all the exact same lyrics, except with Will I Am stuff added into it. His little like rap added into it, and it was good, and it was way more upbeat than the original. The original had a more slow, like angsty kind of vibe. Well, this one was a lot more upbeat and almost like fight-like to me, if that makes any sense, which it probably doesn't. So um, that was the last track on it. Like I said, it was a full album with eleven tracks, even though that one's kind of a bonus track. Um, so now we're gonna talk about the physical aspect of this album and there are some problems it's a little controversial and I know a lot of people were kind of off put by it but we're gonna go into it anyway because we love to be problematic I did not like the physical of this album I'm gonna be straight up with y'all because it was produced by Epic Records and I know that's why the physical was different than it normally is um but it was just not a very good quality excuse me for a moment while i take a drink i've been talking for a solid 20 minutes um <laughs> no but i was not a fan of the physical of this album because the quality was bad first of all there's multiple versions, and we know that Monster X been amping up their versions here. Like, I know normally debut albums only have, like, one version, and so Trespass had one. And then after that, they kind of did, like, two. And then the Connect Deja Vu had four, and that was their first one that had four. Monster X, the, the Code had two. All the Clan albums had two. Beautiful had was their first full album, and that was the first one that had three. Like I said, the Connect Deja Vu had four, and then both We Are Here, sorry, Are You There and We Are Here had four each, along with Follow had four each. Four. Um, that was, like, fine, whatever, because, like, BTS does the four versions. Um, I don't know of many other groups that consistently do four versions um the mon uh bts started with four versions wings era and they had the four wings versions and then um when is it um from there on it was wings love yourself i'll have four each and then persona has Four, and now Map of the Soul 7 has four versions. Um, 
Most groups will do a sometimes do two. K bands normally have one version. Um, I'm not saying in gen- this is in general. The Rose, they have three albums, and each of them is a single version. Um, Day Six normally has single versions, I think, up to Shoot Me. Correct me if I'm wrong, I'm really bad on timelines. And then Book of Us Gravity and Book of Us Entropy all both had two versions. Um, ATs, it was one version for one and two. Two versions for episode three. Two versions for episode... No, three versions for episode four because it was two versions and then the anniversary. And then the newest one has two versions too, which like two versions I think is good. If you're going to go version two is good nct their most recent one they had three versions which it was n version c n version c version and t version which i i'll i'll give a pass for that one um i think super m was kind of ridiculous because it was the group version and then seven member versions and like that if, even though the they weren't as expensive as like an actual full album the versions weren't, thank God. Um, that was still a bit much for me, especially when Super Junior came out with um, Time Slip and it had member versions and a group version, and that adds up to 10. So that was a bit much. What I'm saying is, is for versions, this album had, to sum up my point, this album had 12. There are four, four regular versions four deluxe versions, and then the six member versions. This is not including LPs. Now, here's the thing. Member versions, if we're going to compare to one of them, we're going to, let's compare to Super M. Super M had their group version. In this case, Monstex has eight group versions. Wait, no, yeah, eight, eight group versions. Um... How do I put this? The, the packaging, the making of the album, it wasn't, like, bad quality. It wasn't like the album itself was, like, it was, like, cheap paper, anything like that. Like, the pictures were good quality. It was nice that way. And it was hardcover. No, I take that back. The, dul- the deluxe version was not hardcover. It was cardboard cover, like, pick up a BTS persona. I don't know. I don't have It's, like, thick, thick cardstock almost but not paper, not cardboard, not hardcover. Somewhere in between. It's that, like, album material stuff. Um, so it was not bad like that. Um, normally, versions take the regular Monster X albums, versions, like, four follow versions. Each photo book, ha- each, each version has a different photo book. It's a different set of photos. It's a different concept. It's a different poster kind of thing. These ones, there were multiple versions, and it was the same photo book in each version. That sounds ridiculous, but it was. The photo shoot for the regular version was that kind of, they're like in a van, I think it looks like, and it was like the blue light or the pink light on them. It was all dark around them. It was just those light colors shining on them. Um, and that was the photo shoot, so the single, of course, the solo photos and a couple group photos. The photo book isn't very big, either, but, um, 
those were the photos it has. Um, then the deluxe version had those photos and I think the someone someone photo shoot where they're like all, I want to say it was a desert, but like some flatland place with a car and the sunset and it was a pretty photo shoot. But the deluxe version had the same photos from this plus those photos. Um, I say this, I'm holding my version in my hand, sorry, as a reference. Um, all the deluxe versions, all the photo books were the same from version to version. Um, for the regular ones, there was one photo card total. It was a group card. Then in the deluxe ones, there's one group card and then a member card. It did, uh, one member card for each of them. Um, side thing, the photo cards were horrible quality. Like, the photos were nice. I adored the photo shoot for the deluxe photo cards, and I'm so tempted to get them. But the photo card itself, like, if you're, like, holding a photo card in your hands, normally, like, the thick, almost cardboardy cardstock paper, it's like a card. Like, play, not playing card, almost, but kind of thick, good quality stuff. Um, most Monster X cards tend to be super, like, durable. They're really nice. They're thick and big and nice. But these ones were, like, paper. They're so thin and, like, floppy, I want to say. They're just really low quality, and they were really small. They were, like, if you compare it to, like, a regular Monster X card size, it was really small. It's small compared to, like, typical photo card. Because Monster X photo cards are just a little bit bigger than most regular photo cards that I've gotten. They're just a little bit bigger of a format. But these ones were smaller than even regular ones. And they were, like, just bad quality. It was, like, a piece of a little bit thicker paper. It just... It was... I was peeved. Um, then, moving on, there was the deluxe versions, the regular versions, and then the member cover art version so you have like the same as a normal album the small square and there was member art on the front so it's like those concept photos printed on the front and there's one for each of the six um and they were really cool looking and I was so tempted to because they're my old group get all of them get all the members and I'm very glad that I didn't pre-order it I'm very glad that I looked into it before I ordered because I was really close to like shelling out. I think it was like a total 60 bucks for all of them and getting them. And I watched an unboxing and even though it's member cover art, the photo books are all the same. And the reason I compare to Super M is because when you get the Super M member versions, it's that member's photos inside specifically to that member and some that weren't in the a whole bunch that weren't in the like group version or anything like that but these ones it was the same photo book it was the same photo book as the regular version just a member cover art so it was basically the same photo book throughout all the versions except for the deluxe which had the same photos plus a few more so i just I know this sounds really confusing for the past five minutes. I've been really, really confusing. But it was just not up to par. It was not normal. Because if you're going to have versions, th the idea is that they're different versions. Different. Like, that makes sense, right? When I say it, please let it make sense. Because 
that's normally how it is in almost every album that you get versions of. Like the Super M album has different versions, member versions, and they all have different photo books. You go to the BTS albums, they all have different versions and different photo books. Same with literally every album. So I was just so confused at like, I wasn't even mad at the point. I was just confused. Like I wasn't sure. I, I get that Epic Records are is a regular American producer company thing, record company. Um, and they don't typically make K-pop style albums, Korean style albums, even Japanese style. I'm like, but it was like, it was off. I was a little, it was really confusing. And I know to the people who literally, I saw this one lady with the unboxing that I watched that stopped me from buying all the versions. Um, this lady, she had bought all of them. She had pre-ordered all the versions. And then she had to run to Target and get the deluxe ones. And she sat down with all of them and opened them. And the photo book was the same in all of them. And she was... I guess that would be really disappointing if you, like, pre-order all of them and then you get that. It's like, you'd almost... If you hadn't pre-ordered them, you would have thought... Like, I did, rethought getting all of them. But, like, if you have a... If you have a bias in the group, like, say my mom was going to get it. My mom's bias is Jew Honey. She would get the Jew Honey cover art. If you're someone like me, who's OT7, OT6, OT7, um, who loves all the members equally, I cannot pick a bias to save my life. Um, I would want them all. I wouldn't just get one member. And so it was... It was really confusing, and, like, I still, I still bought the group photo, I'm, here's my thing, I, like, I collect photo cards, not specific, like, I'm not gonna, I've explained this before, I collect only the photo cards that I like, like, if I like the picture on it, I'll get it, if I don't like the picture, I won't get it kind of thing, but I'm a sucker for Monster X group photo cards, I adore the group photo cards, I try, I'm trying to collect them all, actually, as of now. And since Wano didn't rejoin, I wasn't going to get the new group cards from this album. But since Wano signed as a solo artist, I decided I would get the OT6 cards. And so I just got one of them, the other one, the deluxe version in the mail today. That photo card. And um, I forgot what my point was. I was going somewhere with this. Oh, well. Anyway, so it was kind of disappointing, and, um, physically. It was disappointing physically. The tracks were beautiful. Every one of them. I love this album. I listen to it on repeat. I make everyone in my family, everyone who comes across me, listen to this album because it is art. And if you're trying to get someone into K-pop, if you want to slow dip someone into K-pop, like I am with my dad, use tracks like use this use tracks like bts's um english tracks that they've done whatever they called wasted on me was an english one and then i swear there's another one like the mic drop english version maybe or something but songs that are that k-pop stars do in english are the best for easing people into liking K-pop. And this album is what I've been... This is how I got my sister and my sister-in-law and my dad all to start listening to it. Or at least my dad doesn't actively listen to it. But if I play it in the car, um, 
this is how you do it. And it was just... The tracks were amazing. If we're gonna, like, not be... Like, if we're gonna not be... What's the word? Petty? And worry about the physical of the album? The tracks were amazing. This is still one of my favorite albums. I love all of Monster X's work, but this album was just so good. It was so good. And, um, yeah, that's details. If you already knew, I knew a lot of people already knew about, like, the whole version thing with the album. If you're a Mon Baby and you have been through this comeback, you'll know. But if you're kind of new to Monsta X, I'm sorry for a really bad, long-winded, really confusing, I zone out really easily um, description of this. But this is an excellent album. The track, like I guess, had again and again. The tracks are so good. It was written so well, done exceptional. If you're gonna get the physical, just pick a version and get one because unless you're like a legit, if you have the money and you're like a legitness collector, which I want to be, but I'm not. I'm not buying every version of this. Um, get get all of them but it's the same photo book so if you're just getting all the versions just to have all the versions go for it do it do you you know you do you but get one you get the cd i got mine i didn't even have to buy mine mine came with the tickets that i bought for their tour so um me my mom my sister my sister-in-law are all going and so i got we each got version, it was all version one, and we each got one, so that was nice, um, but yeah, it, it was excellent, what can you expect of Monster X, and now they're having a comeback next month, which means I'm going to spend my money again next month, and, you know, it, it is what it is when you're a K-pop fan, but anyway, I hope you enjoyed listening to me rant yet again, We've talked about this. I just kind of ramble and go off. But if you enjoy listening to me, if you're a K-pop fan and you just like to listen to another kind of crazy person talk, it, that that's fine. I, I wouldn't. But <laughs> anyway, I'll see you guys on the flip side, I guess. Peace.